2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the
3: Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VCN. Top
4: of the morning. We are live today in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino Loaded show lined up. Frank B., professional sports better on the program in 30 minutes. He's going to tell you uh, two bad strategy mistakes some contestants consider when it comes to a football contest. Sal Palantonio on the show. i got to ask him if Jalen Hurts is hurt. And Jonathan Von Tobel on a big card tonight in the NBA, huh? Uh, what a night in sports last night. Yeah, I, I, How do you even, like... Compartmentalize what's going on all at the same time as one human being. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. It was very difficult. Uh-huh. But the NLCS played its seventh game uh, on the road in Philadelphia against the Diamondbacks. And I know it was that was one game. And when you go back and look at the Phillies being up 3-2, the odds were not like was it wasn't a million to one for the Diamondbacks to come back to win. But man, what we watched last night felt like a major upset was absolutely know, happening. Not only for that team to beat the Phillies on the road in that environment in Game 6 and 7, but for the Nationals to actually be in that spot, that team, where they were at last week of the regular season, and now to be repping the National League, it just it feels like something huge took place last night. Yeah. That was a gigantic upset. Well,
3: yeah, based on how good the Phillies looked in these playoffs and steamrolled Atlanta and should have swept Atlanta... And then they take them out the first two games, no problem. Yep. And again, as we talked about, the adjusted series price, 9-10-1 was available on the Diamondbacks, going home for the next three, going home. And even their own fans turned on them. So I don't want to hear it. Because the get price for Game 3, $6. No one believed, except that organization. And you also had the Russo angle, uh, which we'll get to coming up. But, I mean, it was us against the world. And it worked out, and I absolutely believe the Phillies were reading their press clippings because they all of a sudden they couldn't hit. They thought they would roll into Arizona and take them out and, and, and finish them off and win the World Series, and guess what? Kimbrell happened. Oh, no doubt. Because, I mean, that that's it. That series was over in five. They were the better team. They blew it. They're, they're up 5-2 in the seventh inning. After blowing game three, okay, no big deal. It happens. But you're up 5-2 in the seventh. Taking a stranglehold on that series going up three one and Kimball bros that and then uh
4: and then you saw what happened in game six and game seven. It couldn't hit. Well, I don't think we're gonna hear anything about how Diamondbacks fans are gonna be gloating at this point. I really don't. Because if <laughs> yeah. I'll say that because if you watched the entire postgame show last night, the players had no explanation. Right? Matt Weiner was on the field asking Corbin Carroll, he was asking Ginkle. They're like, I they were speechless at first, and they said, I have no idea how we're here. I have no idea what to tell you. I don't know what happened. Sure. Oh, sure. They're asking about how they didn't didn't even piece the bullpen together until August, and Ginkle's like, "You're right. I, I, I I have, I have no words." That was a great move, though. I mean, that was they
3: became a nasty bullpen. Oh, and how and they stuck with the plan. Sure, and and it was a good in-play opportunity too. It's like I trust these guys. I don't think Philly's going to get anything going here against them. But there's there's a lot going on here about this is why you have to hedge the astronomical payouts and tickets. Uh, That that cashed and can cash, and also you know you're going to be stubborn here. And Thompson was stubborn. No, I'm not changing my lineup. This is what I'm doing. Really, Castellanos is one of 23. He's awful right now. He's in his own head. Rojas cannot hit. He's he's an automatic out. You got to shake
4: stuff up, and he wouldn't do it. And then yeah, you blow Game Six and Game Seven at home. So that was the biggest mistake to me last night. Bases are loaded. It's 2 1. Phillies, you have the lead. Place is about to explode. Yes. Rojas is at the plate. He has, Paul, he has five hits the entire month. Five hits all month. He's an automatic out. Yep. You got to yank him at that point and say, sorry, pal, you've been real in center field for us. Right. Huge catch against the Braves. You're taking a seat on the bench right now. Had to hit for him. Had to. It was a no
3: brainer. Had to shake up the lineup as well. They were in a funk. And Castellanos was, that's two guys right there that are automatic outs in this series. You still led, should have led three
4: one, but that's two guys who are automatic outs. Okay? Isn't that quickly how things change? That, that's crazy. That, sure. I mean, that guy was Babe Ruth against the Braves, and then suddenly nothing against the Diamondbacks. Right, and the third base coach struck again as well. Should have been three one. You got a score on that double.
3: Yeah, you do. I you don't know why you, you held them up there as well. So that's another one. But you know, this is, it's a it's also point the finger at Manfred in baseball. What will they do? Maybe they don't do anything. But you you're going to get the Least watched, lowest rated World Series in history coming up. You have a six seed against a five
4: seed now in the World Series. Yeah, both these teams lost a hundred games or more uh, two years ago. Texas was 60 and 102. Arizona 52 and 110. That was two years ago. I'm curious from a betting perspective if sports books are going to feel this right. Will will like the handle be impacted across the country? My feeling is it has to be. With everything, that's, yes. th- this World Series is going to be on Friday and Saturday, so they skip Sunday to go. By by the way, of all years, maybe they should be playing Sunday night because that game is Chargers-Bears. But Friday night, I'm guessing there's going to be interest. Saturday, buried against a full card of college basketball, college football. Yep. Will the handle across the country from a betting perspective be, because the ratings are going to be all-time low, will the betting uh, impact be felt the same way? Now this, again, I, I like taking flyers. I think you all know that at this point. I was, um, as you like to say, Paulie, right church, wrong pew. I was on Brewers-Orioles earlier in the season, exact matchups at 400 and 500 to 1. Took a shot, pizza money, right? That's nothing compared to this. Sports odds history tracks all of this. Yeah. Before the start of the season, a Rangers-Diamondbacks matchup was 1,750 to 1. So... It's the second most unlikely matchup in World Series history, 1991, Twins Braves, the only one that would be ahead of this one.
3: Yeah, both teams went uh, worst to first, which that was incredible that year, yeah. which also was an unbelievable uh, number, the ratings, how baseball is changing, oh, how, yeah. how the country has changed in terms of how we look at baseball. That was a, Those ratings were enormous, and it was Atlanta against Minnesota. How about what Circa tweeted? October 2nd, the odds here at Circa with the exacta. Texas to beat Arizona was 350 to 1. Arizona to beat Texas, 415 to 1. That's what I'm talking I mean, that's about. that's right. A five seed against a six seed here in Arizona. I, I, I still don't buy it. I still think like they're not a good team. But they just, you know, March Madness is now October Madness. It is. And they got hot at the right time. This is Chris Felica had a great tweet the Bear. The Cubs lost 15 of their last 22. They went 1-6 and six against Arizona. They went 0-4 in extra inning games. If one, one game flips there, just one, Arizona doesn't make the playoffs. Arizona backed into the playoffs. They lost their last four games. They were swept at home against Houston. Cubs couldn't catch a break.
4: Cubs couldn't win a game. Arizona gets in. The rest is history. Yeah, anything changes there. They're out of the contest. Not even in. And Zach Gallen, who was the frontrunner for the National League Cy Young, was, he had zero impact. He had a negative impact on the series. He was arguably one of Arizona's worst players against the Phillies because they rocked him in both those starts. And yet here they are going to the World Series to take on Texas. A five and a six seed. So next year when somebody comes on this network (laughs) in July and they say, guys, uh, why don't you take a peek at the Reds and the White Sox? Okay, like these, this is not year number one of this happening in Major League Baseball. This parody, we say it every single year in September, even before then, and then certainly in the playoffs. It just it's finding that right matchup or finding those two right teams. I took a couple of shots. I was on the wrong teams. Okay, next year I'll do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. This team went through; they didn't even lose until they played Philadelphia. Think about who they just beat, and now here's something too that's uh, very very odd to me Mm -hmm. Doug Russell tweet longtime radio guy he called it baseball's oddest anomaly continues if you eliminate the Brewers in the postseason your team's going to go to the World Series it's happened every single time since 1981 every time Milwaukee makes it they get beat (laughs) the team that beats them they're gonna have their place in the World Series Yep. Happened this year, happened in 2021 with the Braves, happened in the pandemic season with the Dodgers, happened the year before that with the Nationals. That's when I, I believe the Brewers had the Nationals dead to rights in that series. Um, or that was that a play-in game? Hater blew the game, I believe, is what it was. I might be getting okay, my okay. years mixed up. Now, but the year before that with the Dodgers, every single year Yep.
3: that they're in. Texas at DraftKings, $1. sixty favorite, by the way, uh, to win the series. Uh, Mike Palm, VP of Circa here, mentioned... You, your blackjack ticket and what happened with Houston was a great case study in hedging. I'll come over the top and say what we just watched here was the, was the case study in hedging. I mean, I know someone who had a 60 to 1 exacta
4: and didn't hedge. And I I just I can't believe it. They had a F- r- Phillies Phillies Phillies. Right. And, and didn't hedge. Oh, and um, you were catching a nice plus number last night. Too high of a plus number. That's
3: right. And you also had the lead 2 to 1. You could have grabbed 280 yeah. when they had that rally going as well. So uh, it's just when you're talking about these type of numbers here, 350, 415, 1750, and you know, I can't wait for uh, Mitch and Pauly's pizzeria. I mean, everyone who has these big tickets and these exactas. I mean, this is the perfect study of, you know, if there's money laying on the street in an envelope, would you pick it up? Well, yeah. Of course you would. So, yeah. I mean, this is a great... Uh, a case study and, and locking in a profit and making some money here with
4: these astronomical payouts and, and what you can win. Well, I saw there was one ticket that went viral last night. Somebody has it. Oh. It was on X. It was 400 to one Rangers Diamondbacks World Series. Person had 200 bucks on it. So those big numbers add up a lot. Yep. You don't have to put a lot of money on it And all of a sudden, whammo! Yeah. no, but what you said
3: at the top though, I'm, I'm stunned. Because of just how they they took it. They were I so know. good in that building and what that home field advantage meant. And you hadn't lost and you had no problems against Atlanta. And you take out Gallon and Kelly, no problem to start the series. And it's like, okay, it's just a
4: formality right. they come home. Well, and that's what I'm talking about. To go back to the beginning of the mm-hmm. show here, I, they were only like plus 150 in that range last night. They were only, you know, they were small, you know, not the big of a number to win the whole series before game six. I'm talking about all this stuff we just brought up from October 2nd here at Circa, from before the season. That's why it right, feels like right. a little bit like Leicester City here in the States. Yeah, to start
3: the second half of the season, Arizona lost 15 of their first 20, including nine in
4: a row. Yep, a lot of broadcasters have made promises based on strong opinions in, in the past, and then they flake. You cannot go back on verbal handshakes. We'll play the audio next.
2: last night wow winning or was it a rough one well they can't all be winners can they loser you're a loser molly howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some lose some.
3: all right i mentioned it earlier here at circa 9 to 1 diamondbacks to win the series down 0-2 going home for three games tells you what people thought of arizona and the phillies and exact and even their fan base when again the get-in price was six dollars to game three boom to go d plus 550 Lower League Soccer yesterday, plenty of it. Gillian 280, they won. Accrington plus 350, upset Wimbledon. And uh, they got me here. Portsmouth hasn't lost yet. They're in first place in League One, but the nil-nil detector was out. Draw in that one, plus 260. Great night in hockey with the frozen frenzy. Sabres plus 170. Devils took money, 190 up to 250. Buried Montreal. And uh, DraftKings had this. Can't believe it. The price set, that is.
4: Joker to have a triple-double plus 140. No sweat, no problem. Yeah, that number is going to go. He had 29 triple-doubles in 69 games last year. So if he's going to start the season red hot like this, that plus 140 is going to be long gone. Also, one note in the NHL last night. Ovechkin had 14 shots on goal. He did? He was on the ice for 19 minutes. Really? 14 shots on goal. Now, there's a lot going on. You're reading the box scores. I'm like, our place? What?
3: Jeez. Well,
4: <laughs> <That's laughs> B- B- Bedard had
3: zero. Okay. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Eclectic mix as always. We love dogs. We love beagles. This is how you tire out as beagles. Look at this. The guy comes in with the remote control got the car here right and he puts it on the grass and there you go right they're going after it and they can't wait
4: looks like the one guy's like yeah nah I'm, i don't want it. i don't i'll care. be over here yeah
3: the one guy's like i don't care for this but good looking dogs love them see uh, that,
4: that's what i want and it's very difficult to find land in that's West right Vegas anywhere that's right. give me that much land and i it's a, and i want 20 dogs that's it i there can say go. the same thing i'm good
3: the hell with humans
4: yes that's what i want yes. give me a backyard like that
3: and just give me a great mix of dogs and we'll hang out and uh be one with the universe there you go lose some louisiana tech new mexico state over in football 51 up to 55 no good in the nba Suns, warriors over 230 and a half up to 235 not even close in the lakers nuggets 226 and a half up to 229 no good you always got the weigh-ins with the ufc how about the weigh-in here for the emperor penguin I mean this guy gets a workout with the knife and fork look at this guy he's 97 pounds they're trying to weigh him in i (laughs) can't he's just like okay all
4: right you want me to stand still look okay that's it but i mean he's a big fella yeah what do you need here like four or five seconds no i don't have that much time yeah right come on give me out of here what do you feed this guy although i will be honest this is like uh taking my dog to the vet every single time any of them any dog i've ever owned they will not sit on the scale Oh, yeah? Oh, it's impossible. Oh, interesting. I got to, okay. like, get down, play de- yep.
3: defense. Don't let I can't yep. let him off. Yeah, Jordan knows. Jordan, he puts his head down. Got, for some reason, doesn't like it. But oh, he gets sad? You know, yeah, but he knows, well, he because he knows he's a little portly fellow uh, <laughs> as well when he sees the scale. And we love Huskies. You know, my ex had one. Uh, they're great dogs. They're smart, but they can do this. Sofa designer. The Husky ate through the sofa, and then his line and his mess that he created. Oh. He ate it late remember not, the other video we show where the cat was underneath the husky the cat was underneath the
4: couch so yeah. he ate through to get the cat look at this he ate through the whole couch oh now i'm comfortable that's all i needed i just give me eight minutes and i'll uh, you know go uh, to town on it and then i'm gonna be comfy yeah oh, i'm just gonna throw the whole thing out it's that true i know it's ruined look at him <laughs> we left you alone right
3: what a time to be alive no better time of the year to be a sports better and become a Veasan Pro subscriber now. Sign up now, get full access, everything we do through May first, for $120. Daily best bets, unlimited access to the betting splits, exclusive betting content. Don't miss us limited time offer. Veasan.com/slash subscribe to sign up now. Great job, guys. There was a good tweet too. Uh, did you wanted to share this this tweet about what happened to put in perspective with the, again with the
4: Cubs and again you go back. Yep. If Suzuki catches the ball against the Braves. We're talking one of the final games of the regular season, right? Routine fly ball. It's 6-5, bottom of the eighth. Braves are rallying. If that, if he just hangs on, catches it, boom, hits him right in the glove, and he drops it, if he catches that ball, odds are Diamondbacks don't even make the playoffs. Thank you to the uh, viewer, listener, who really tweeted point. this over to us.
3: Yes. Now, the other story, and this was a big story. You can't ignore it because they were asked about it before both games. They celebrated and chanted his name. Chanting
4: his name afterwards.
3: I mean, this is uh, a, a re- big reason why I'm, there's several people to thank, but a, a reason why I'm sitting here is because of Chris Russo. I mean, he, they started sports talk radio at WFAN. It's like, ah, hey, you want to talk sports nonstop? You think it'll work? And what Mike and the Mad Dog did for the industry and uh, and also, you know, guys like Brent Musburger and Howard Cosell, Howard Stern. I mean, it's police. But there, there's got to be more to the story here. And, and we told the story earlier this week that I, I worked with a guy who said I'll retire if the Yankees blow a three nothing lead to the Red Sox. And they did and then it he did the air. And then he on the air. He was at oh, all not going to happen, right? And then he didn't do it. And the listeners always reminded him and never forgave him for doing that. And that was a stupid thing. Right. But this was a big story what happened, and that game had a lot of juice because of Mr. Russo, who we love. This is Chris Russo on his radio show, his radio show. On just, he can't believe Arizona's here, and this is before game six. Uh, To make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona
4: from day one. A, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. Floored. And I'll say this right
3: now. Just, uh, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win, the next two days, they win the next two games and win this series in seven games. If they win, I will. I will retire on the spot.
4: All right. Yeah. And he tweeted out last night. I'm I'm a man of my word. Yeah. I mean it. Thanks to
3: Mad Dog Radio. Oh, I I don't think that. Yeah, he will. Not, Russo will not mess around with this. So
4: here's where I think there might be something more to it. Right. Is this like is his contract up? Here you go. Yeah. He's on high heat on a major league baseball network. Does his show every single day. Okay. players know who he is. Right.
3: There's there's two things here. He he came out he, he said it's radio only. He will still do TV. And you mentioned high heat, and I can't wait to watch that today. He said it's radio only, and I think his contract's up at the end of the year. Yeah. But this is that, I mean that it's that was my first it, reaction. Right. But it's not like he's a professional athlete. I mean, you can do this, isn't work. You can do this as long as you want. Sure. And I mean, he's to me, he's the best of all time. And now to go out like
4: this. Oh, God. Why would he do that? Which it's it's not like it was. Here's why, Paul, because, again, here's my speculation. He said it knowing that he was going to. This is me speculating. here. if the contract truly is up, he said it knowing that this was going to be it for him on the radio side anyway. So he wanted to drum up, drum this up, and have a lot of fun with it. And so, regardless whether or not they were going to come back and beat the Phillies, he was done with well, what, the radio side. Uh-huh.
3: Okay, what that's do you ha- That's my thought right. on this. You might have something there. What do you think happens though? I mean, is he finished the week out? Does he? Well, I mean, I mean you retire go, on the spot? He
4: said. Well, yeah. If it goes until the end yeah. of the year, I would think uh-huh. then. I think people would give him that grace period, right, to have a, two more months of shows and then yes, right off into the sunset. Yes. But here's the deal, right? And in our audience, like this would not. You can't make a comment, for example, like in the poker world and not and then not live up to it, right? It's a handshake deal. What your word is as solid as oak. Yep. As they said in Jerry Maguire. Yep. Okay. And like as broadcasters too, the same thing should be true. We got tweets on this last night. There was a broadcaster uh, for the Pirates, I believe, many G- years ago. Jim Rooker, they yeah, they, they said got yeah. out to a nine nothing yeah. lead, I think, in the first inning. He said on the air, if we lose this game, I'll walk back to Philadelphia. Well, he waited until the off season. He didn't do it after that game, but in the off season, he stuck he stuck true to no, his word. Can't do that. You can't say something no, like that on exactly the air right. and then say oh, I was just joking right. around. And
3: my example was, and it happened, was John Ireland. He was doing Laker games. The Lakers had a huge lead. I think they were up thirty against the Cavs, and he said, "If we blow this game, I'll walk home." They lost the game. He went, "I'm not doing it." And he compared it to the well, I'm so hungry, I can eat a horse" analogy. And it, no, 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 you can't do that. Right? You can't do that. And this is, you know, it's a great, you know, about showbiz and, and theatrics and all that stuff. But you can you speak in absolutes or something like that happens. It can come back to bite you. But I think Russo will honor his word here. He has to. And, and if certainly if you're a broadcaster, same thing. Can't do that. Well, I, I like your poker analogy, too. But it's, uh, you know, if so and so happens, that's it. I'm done. If this happens, it's like the election. If so and so wins, I'll leave the country. Yeah.
4: How many times do you hear that? Uh, countless, I, I, and how many times
3: and it actually does it doesn't happen? Never happens. If so and so wins, it becomes the next president. I'm
4: out of here. So, it in this racket, in the audience right now, I promise you, it's also happened countless times. So, if one of your friends or somebody who you know has made a comment like this, and they, what do they do at the end then? If they make a comment like mad dog, do they live up to their word? If they say, ah, if this team loses tonight, I'm going to eat dog food, whatever the comment might be. I did that and did it. That, and yeah, that and how many times does yep. the person, did they actually live up to it? Or do they say, yep. no, guys, I'm not going to pull it off. Yep. That can ruin friendships. Ooh. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Professional yep. gambler, Frank B., on the program coming up next. He has two bad strategy mistakes some contestants consider. And maybe we can kick this around with him as well about going back on your word.
3: This is Follow the Money on vSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsen.com to check the current betting sports data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You can check out future events as well. Betting splits, another way. Veasan's here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game.
4: Veasan.com. Professional better. Frank B <clears throat> joins the program now. He is in the Friday Night Football Invitational here at Circa, and the show that Matt Humans does on Veasan with Mattress Mac. We'll get into that coming up here in a few minutes. How are you doing today, sir? Good to talk to you again.
6: Morning, guys. Good to be with you today.
4: Yeah, we were just kicking this around in the previous segment about like in the gambling racket amongst like pros who make comments, right? Like the poker world, if they make a comment that seems outrageous, they're not going to go back on their word. Like that bet will be paid off. And we brought that up because of Chris Russo on the air. Uh, Paulie called him the best uh, talk show host of all time. I would agree with that in sports radio. The guy's unbelievable. And so if the Diamondbacks came back to win over the Phillies. He's going to retire. Well, now we'll, we'll see how he plays it moving forward. But how does that work in the gambling community that you know of?
6: Well, most of you know m- most of that type of stuff. You know, like these extreme bets. Uh, what they use, how they usually go is, you know, I'll bet you that you you can or can't do this. And so it's it sort of an on the spot thing. You don't get to decide later that you're not going to do it. But, uh, you know, anything from, you know, I'm going to play 24 hours straight of, of golf or sit in a strip club for 24 hours without being thrown out. Or, um, like, the most ex- uh, extreme example I think is that people have heard before is uh, there's this uh, professional gambler, Brian Zumbick. And, um, you know, these guys would always, they would bet on all kinds of things. I mean, he had a bet once that he could exist, uh, live inside of a bathroom for 30 days. And, you know, as, as they got going, I think he got about halfway through it. And the guy that bet him bought him out. He just paid him off. said, all right, it's a, it's a pinnacle that you're going to do this. Yeah. So he bought him out at a discount. Um, but this is the same guy that, on a bet for 100000 got uh, breast implants. And uh, the bet was that you, you will get these, you know, uh, these breast implants and you'll keep them for a year. At that point, you can take them out. And he did just that. You know, he had a, he went, and he had the surgery, he got the breast implants, and as it turns out, at the end of the year, it was time to take him out. He didn't want to take him out. He's like, you know, for whatever, for various reasons, the girls like it, and uh, this and that. He, he didn't want to take him out, and I think it's like 20 years later, he still has them. And I was at a I was yep. playing in a in a in a in a blackjack tournament uh, out at the Lake Las Vegas once, and I got I was at the table with him. And it was it was a good table, actually it was a good table. I still held Jennifer Tilley, myself, Brian Zembik, and we got down to the end. Um, you know, to the portion of the tournament where everybody's concerned about how many chips everybody else has so they can make the right bet. We're all counting our chips. And Zembik just lifts his shirt up and flashes everybody, distracts <laughs> the whole table. And uh, I don't even remember how the how the round ended. I just remember that he did that. And uh, so yeah, he has he gets some utility out of it.
3: <laughs> the great example, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, unbelievable. I think this also was a great case study, though, too, about, about hedging. Because, Frank, we are seeing astronomical payouts and tickets based on this exact World Series, and, and it's unlikely. I mean, it's a five seed against a six seed, but even on October second, it was four hundred to one here at Circa. Well,
6: that's a good spot to be in if that's what that's the bet you made. <laughs>
4: What, what did you think of the way that I played it out mm-hmm. with, with uh, being in that blackjack tournament here at Circa? Uh, I, I finished second overall. Everybody in that tournament, Frank, got a futures ticket on a major league uh, team to win the World Series. I took the Astros. So it was a $7,000 ticket that paid, uh, well, it was 12 to 1. So overall, it was $91,000 in return. Now, if I, I, I was set up perfectly here because I had the Rangers at 15 to 1 to win the American League from back in early May. Uh, and I took some more on the Rangers to beat the Astros in that series just in case, because I wanted to show something for that ticket. Do you, do you think I played that the correct way?
6: Sure. You, you bet zero to win 91K? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the world's your oyster right there with that position. You can do whatever it is that you want. You could have extracted just as much. I mean, you could have got creative. You could have taken... Uh, the Rangers plus one and a half games in the series and had a chance to scoop. You had, you know, with all the options available at the books these days, you'd have, you know, all kinds of ways to go about it. But certainly at zero to win 91 K, most people are going to do something with that. And for good reason.
4: Yeah. So you, you work with Mattress Mac, and he's the furniture store owner in Houston who does this every single year where he runs a promotion Usually it's with the Astros or a Texas-based team to win a championship. And so what he does is he promises your furniture for free if you spend at least $3,000 at his stores if the Astros win the World Series. But he has fun with it because he hedges on the other side by taking Astros Futures tickets. And there was a story, he's done it for a long time. And for some reason, like, people hate the guy. I, I don't know why. He feels like he's a really good humanitarian to me. Mm. Uh, what he did during the pandemic, opening up the stores to people who needed a spot to stay, Um and you blasted somebody on Twitter last night who wrote a story who just didn't get it. So if you'd like to clarify um, this situation, go ahead. The floor is yours.
6: Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I don't, I'm not a Twitter person, you know. Right, right. Because, you know, when you get on there to Twitter, people on Twitter, you know, what are you going to do, try to correct everybody that doesn't know what they're talking about? There. But when it comes to a writer, you know, who's supposed to be a journalist, and you would, you would think that they would take at least a minute or two to do a little research and fact checking, this guy didn't care at all. He, he, and I, you know, I didn't see this. Some, a couple of guys sent this to me. He goes, what's going on here? Did, you know, I, how could he possibly lose that much? The other guy knew it was, you know, BS. He's like, you know, these people don't, they don't have a clue. And so I took a look at it, and it, you know, at the moment it got annoyed me, so I made a tweet, and um, you know, it was a little. I was not say it was hard on him. But it was the truth. You know, the guy, the guy said that Mac lost seventy-five million, and it wasn't just like. Um, as someone suggested, a typo where he meant 7.5, which would be a lot closer to what the number was. Um, he just kept repeating it. He's going to lose 75 million here. You're going to lose that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's ridiculous. You're, 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 you have to be the worst writer that there is. And, you know, it, it, it would take a lifetime to try to correct everybody that just doesn't understand what's going on. And, you know, you can explain it one more time that, you know, these bets are. Insurance. Okay. And, you know, what is the definition of insurance? What is the purpose of insurance? You know, it's to uh, safeguard against a disaster. You don't want to use your insurance, mm-hmm. but in some cases, you just have to have it. I mean, you have medical insurance. Just because you're paying for medical insurance, do you really want to have a heart attack? Is that how you win? <laughs> and, you know, just because you have home insurance you want your house catching on fire? Oh, wow, look, at I, look, how, look how good a move I made. You know, if, if that's not the way it works. You go take it to the extreme. You have life insurance. What, do you, what do you want to die? And then, then, then you win? No, that's not how it works. You know, and people just can't wrap their head around the fact that these bets are made and they're, they're strategically calibrated so that they straddle uh, the difference between wholesale and retail is a, is a brief way of putting it. So that no matter what happens, no matter what the outcome is, he's going to do fine. I mean, you know, the night that the Astros lost, you know, me and AC, Anthony Curtis, is my partner in this uh, in the consultation stuff we do for that. We're, we're doing high fives. They go, oh, he just he just made eight figures. Okay, job well done. Because yeah. we had him perfectly yeah. positioned. And, um, you know, and then you wake up in the morning and you got these knuckleheads out there. That are a either wishing you know I'm so glad he lost you know blah blah or just completely distorting the whole situation. So yeah, I went off a little bit on him, but I'm better now.
3: <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it was a good good job. That ties win on Twitter. By the way, uh, pro sports Better Frank B. Uh, any advice on on, on Sur- Survivor with two minutes here, Frank? Uh, how do you think people should play this after we're down to 1,205 of the top seven picks lost Sunday with all the upsets?
6: Well, people are in a, you know—people uh, uh, design their own path that they get there, and they're all in different situations when it comes down to survivor. Um, so, you know, everyone is in a unique spot, and with the uh, holidays not that far away anymore, you know, you have to—that's mm-hmm. got, got to be the biggest consideration going forward, and how you handle that um, is going to go a lot towards, you know, who, who gets past those those obstacles, those speed bumps. But the one strategy that I think is a bad idea, and I hear it sometimes because you have multiple entries left, is to, when you get to those holiday, you know, you're saving two teams and you're going to bet opposites. That, that can't be right at that stage of the contest because you've built up so much equity at that point mm-hmm. to just surrender one entry so that you can push forward with one. And let me tell you something, and I don't think there's much debate about it. Having two entries is much more powerful than having one in that it's more than double the strength of having one, because you have that flexibility. So I, I would not consider that strategy. If you're if you really if you're at the point where you say, I want to get something out of this, you're most likely going to take a favorite, go ahead and cal- calculate out the, the amount that you want to extract from it, and make a hedge bet on the, on the, on the team's opponent, because you're going to be getting plus points. Mm-hmm. So you, you can go at it that way or the money line, but if you take plus points, you can, you can come out smelling great, where you not only you win your hedge bet, but you advance. But, uh, you know, that's a calculation that you have to consider because your survivor entry may, in the end, still be worth nothing.
4: Yeah. Well said. Great insight. Thanks for the time today, Frank. Best of luck tonight. All right. You got it. Adios. Thanks, Frank. Professional better Frank B. on Twitter at Ty's Win. Huge uh, card today in the NBA. Update you on a bunch of players who are going to miss due to injury next year on Beeson.
5: On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
0: This is Follow the Money on VSEN.
3: Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 bonus bets instantly. All customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW. FOLLOW when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Good reaction to uh, Chris Russo, who said he would quit, retire on the spot, his radio show, if the Diamondbacks came back to win and tying that into, you know, honoring your word. And uh, Coach Novak on Twitter, we would have Madden tournaments in high school. I told everyone I would beat this kid handily. If I lost, I would walk home. I lost. He walked home. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But that certainly we, – we brought out other examples, announcers and – uh and, and just, you know, I, I think definitely Russo does this. I did hear uh, at the end of the year, we did get a tweet summer of 2024. So uh, who knows when the contract is up, but uh, said he would still continue to do television. So now we'll see what happens here with Russo.
4: And his uh, son is involved with athletics at a school in Arizona, evidently. So this would allow him, if he was removed from the daily yeah. radio show, to go and see him a little bit more.
3: Northern Arizona's in Flagstaff, right? So that's Because that's he was mentioning going to Flagstaff. Um, so that that's yeah. okay. That adds up then, too. All
4: right. So the NBA got underway last night. The champs won and covered, I believe that's now 10-2 straight up, the last 12 NBA champs on opening night where they won the game. Yeah. And 8-4 and ATS, I want to say. They look great. They look, It was a clinic at, at times last night for the Nuggets.
3: Starters were great. They get that kind of production out of the starters. God, who needs depth? Good luck and then you saw uh, the on off numbers for uh, LeBron too. So good game. Can't explain Anthony Davis in the second half but no points. That's I uh, you know. That's uh, that's Anthony Davis sometimes. So yeah. um, but a great card today. Going to be a fun season. And uh, we've already seen significant movement here. Sure, of what's happened with the, in the marketplace and uh, who's in, who's out, who's hurt. All right,
4: we're trying to run it all down. Uh, Celtics are playing at the Knicks tonight. Um, Celtics right now are favored by three. I'm looking at this total, and it dipped as low as two twenty two in some spots yesterday. Then all the way up to two twenty five and a half. Now back down to two twenty four. A very well respected bookmaker reached out to me yesterday, who's great on the NBA. And said, the Celtics have no defense. Ooh. So I bet the over. I got 225. Again, you can get a better number than that right now if you are inclined to play this game tonight. So you have to love, obviously, like the first six or so, but but bench is going to be, depth is going to be a problem yeah. for the Celtics this year.
3: I think it's too much respect for the Knicks. Uh, open one and a half in some spots. Uh, Boston right there with Milwaukee, the best team in the league. Um, I, the Knicks could be a top four team in the East. Certainly, they were an ATS machine in first halves last year. Uh, Knicks gonna have a good team, but I think in, in the Garden will be rocking. But I, I think this is a little too much respect for the Knicks and uh, national TV. Uh, I, I'll take Boston here in on this
4: one. What do you think of the Knicks bringing in Dante Divincenzo yeah. this year? Good move. I think a nice addition. Yeah. For that team.
3: Yeah. And who knows? Now you hear the Embiid rumors uh, about what could happen. But certainly, they've it's an incredible job, and people laughed at him. For what happened, you know, why didn't you get Kyrie and Durant? What, well, I mean, if they, they if they play their cards right here, they're eventually going to land a superstar. And certainly to,
4: to make the playoffs last year and winning a series, their future is bright. The Cavaliers are in Brooklyn tonight playing the Nets, and the Cavs are currently a one-point yeah. favorite. Total is 221 or 221.5. There is no Jarrett Allen tonight. And last check, Darius Garland because of a hammy is questionable as well for Cleveland.
3: I like Cleveland this year. And you bring in Struess, you get uh bang, bang, George and as we talked about, they made the playoffs, had a great year last year, but they couldn't shoot. And it was the next daring them in the, in the playoffs to go ahead and make it. Right. And it couldn't happen. So uh, now what, one thing that bothers me here is it's everyone knows Mitchell's gone. He's going to leave and he's not going to resign there. So, that, that's one thing, a cloud that could be hanging over this organization. But I love the moves they made in the offseason. Some to. people think they win 50 games. I know. Who knows? And I am down on Brooklyn. I like their win total under. I'm not strong on it, but I, I like them under. And I think when you look at what happened late last year and then getting swept in the playoffs, it was a funky year because you had – and then you traded everybody. So certainly Bridges is a star. But, again, what do you do with Ben Simmons. I'm just – got to go out and show me. I'm tired of hearing about all these interviews and how he looks in practice. The guy's got to produce. So I would i would lean Cleveland here tonight.
4: I, if he plays, I'll actually say this. I'll go on the record right now. I think Ben Simmons has a pretty good year. Yeah? If he plays. All right. And going back to last year, if you, uh, you were around for any of those shows, you know how much uh, disdain I have for that guy. Ben Simmons and James Harden, the two absolute worst basketball human beings I've ever seen in my entire life that I can ever recall. If they went away tomorrow, I wouldn't miss him for less than, you know, it'd be a second, gone. I'd never think about him ever again. But anyway, I think if he plays, he can have a pretty decent season. I'm not into the most improved player thing because the guy was an all-star before. But uh, certainly with the Cavs being down two players tonight, you know, if, if they were fully healthy, I would fully expect the Cavaliers to be higher than a one-point yeah. favorite here on the road on opening night. Well,
3: we've been talking, too. You, uh, you think Portland can be
4: feisty? I think they will
3: be By feisty. Nine and a half? Clippers laying nine and a half tonight? I'm with you. I think Portland's going to give people problems uh, in in some of these games. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games, but Clippers nine and
4: a half and 230 down to 226 and a half with the total. I wish I was in on that number at under 230. I do not have a bet on it. I agree with the move, though. Let's put it that way. This to me is going to be, while I like the Trailblazers this year to be feisty, I think out of the gates with all this young talent, they're going to have trouble scoring. Oh, especially when they take on a defensive team like the Clippers. And I don't think the Clippers are going to be, you know, super uh, explosive. Let's say to begin the year either. So two thirty on the yep. opener was too high. I just missed yep. that one. Um, so I did. I did make a couple of other bets yesterday, and these numbers came out when our show was over with. From uh, from what I noticed anyway, I did bet Oklahoma City. I'm super high on this team this year. I've expressed that a lot since the end of last NBA season. I love the makeup of the team. I think they're deep. They're super young. They're ultra talented. They have an MVP candidate on their team in Shea Gilders-Alexander. I grabbed OKC plus one and a half. They're now a one-point favorite at most spots against two uh, against the Bulls. Total 227 and a half in that range. I, just, I think they're a better team. Um, the Bulls were a great story two years ago. Yeah. It's, it certainly came back to wow. earth last year. And I think they're probably somewhere in between, but maybe closer to last year's version than the, the one we saw two years ago. The Bulls continue to make a big mistake here. The last thing you want to be in the NBA is average.
3: And the Bulls can't get out of this. Being the lousiest of the best and best of the lousiest. Right Now the Lonzo Ball thing's a killer. I mean, that certainly that changes everything. As a guy out for the year again and, and can't stay healthy. Um, I, hope, I hope his career isn't over. But that's just a killer. But, again, the Bulls have to pick a lane here. You're going to tank? You're going to go for it? I mean, you just what good is it to just be the 9th, 10th best team in a conference? Um, and I'm, I'm also with you. I love the Thunder and a very good chance. They're better than they were last year, but we don't see it in the record because the West is so stacked mm-hmm. and deep. So um, uh, I played uh, coach of the year at 8-1. to one. And I know people also making a case for Chet, Rookie of the Year.
4: Oh, no question. I could certainly see that. Other people are saying maybe Giddy for most improved. Okay. Guy's really, really good. I love what they're doing here. Um, They put together – I mean, if they can keep these players, the young core together for the next three, four years, that's that's the bet that I want to make. We'll OKC win the Western Conference at some point.
3: Well, you nailed it. I mean, this just the future is so bright for this organization. And they got the better of just the trade SGA for Paul George. And then I get 900 picks on top of it. I so know. SGA MVP candidate.
4: Uh, I also bet, uh, and not look, I, I'm not going to do this every single day, but maybe we can read the market in a way that uh, we can kind of tell at some point the numbers that are going to be moving. I did bet Washington and Pacers over 233 and a half. Yeah, I I'm agree with you there. Both these teams yep. are going to be super up-tempo this year. Watch the Pacers yep. play. They're going to be one of the best league teams, in my opinion, the entire year. Halliburton is going to be fantastic. Obi Toppin, really good addition. People have told me take a peek at him for most improved player. And uh, the Wizards have all offense, no defense. Mm-hmm. And so this number is up to about 235,
3: 235.5. With that one, I also agree on the move with the Hawks game. I think the Hornets are going to go over their win total. Uh, I think they can get to 32 wins. That was 233 up to 236, and I'm on Atlanta over 42 and a half wins, and uh, they taking a little bit of money up to three and a half in this game yep. as well. And a big move on the Utah total, 241 down to 236. Everyone's
4: darlings last year, the Kings take on the Jazz. Luca questionable tonight. They're four point favorites at San Antonio. Can't wait to watch Banyama. Remember last year when they were favored like in this range, the uh-huh. Mavs when they were like I think it was a five point favorite, or they were one of the worst teams in history. Recovery numbers. Good recall. Yep. Yep. Can't wait to watch this kid tonight. Oh come on! It's going to be the yep. whole year. Every time you got to watch him play. Yep. Uh, this is Vsin's Follow the money on the DraftKings Network. There's plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebatard, and Ross Tucker here at Vsin Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business, and you can check out all of our best analysis at vsin.com. Follow the Money has two more hours coming up on VEASAN. And out of the break, top of the next hour, Sal Palantonio is going to join the program from ESPN. We'll ask him if Jalen Hurts is injured or not. That's next here on VEASAN.